Hello and welcome to the Daily Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is today's Daily Nugget. Well, we're continuing to look at the Christmas story with the lens of good news of great joy. And we've talked about a lot of things so far, why this is such good news and why it brings us such great joy. But I wanted to talk a little bit about something that doesn't normally get talked about a lot, um, but it it is a central part of the Christmas story, and that's the idea of family. And if you watch any of the Hallmark specials, we usually watch a few of them. I actually like them more than my wife does, which is kind of a weirdo thing, but I'll admit it to you guys. Um, For some reason, I I like those specials, even though I know how they're all going to turn out in the end, and I just like them. I don't even know why. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, um, they're all the same though. Basically somebody's alone and at Christmas and they're struggling and then they meet somebody and they develop a community. Usually it's a boyfriend, girlfriend type of relationship. And then that, that relationship then gives them some hope for the future. And, uh, it actually is not what we would call the central part of the Christian story and the Christmas story, but it certainly is a part of the Christmas story. The Christmas story is about um, the first family creating a family for everyone, and, and that is the reality of it. When we think of the first family, we do think not of Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel, but we think of Mary and Joseph and Jesus. And to be more accurate, we would even think of God the Father and Jesus, and that is the first family. And uh, you and I have been invited into this family. We are children of God, sons of God, daughters of God. And the Bible calls us sons of God, all of us, uh, meaning that every single one of us is going to inherit just like a son was and would. And what a privilege uh, to be able to inherit what Christ has earned for us. This whole story is about Christ coming to the earth to earn blessings for the people of God because they could not do it on their own to win peace with God from them, to take the penalty for sin for them, and then ultimately to bring his righteousness into the world so that you and I can have a relationship with God, not based upon our works, but his. And it is a marvelous, rich, powerful, awesome story. And we don't have a lot of stories, frankly, of Mary and Joseph. And we don't have a lot of family stories in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, there's tons of family stories. But in the New Testament, we just don't have that many. And so when we get one, we want to pay attention, especially when it's the centerpiece of the story is this family. And we've learned about uh, the husband, Joseph, and the, the challenging decision that he had to make of, what do I do? My wife tells me she's pregnant, and, and it's not mine, and, and Joseph's faith uh, and belief in Mary, but also in God, especially after the angel spoke to him, he uh, did what we would call the good, faithful, right things. We have a righteous father. And then, of course, we have Mary, uh, who also learned from an angel uh, that the, everything that would happen to her, and we have this righteous mother. Again, not righteous in the sense they're perfect, um, but they would be what we call blameless, and that they're, they're people whom the Lord wanted to bless and whom the Lord felt were and thought were good fit for Christ to come in. Perfect by no stretch were they perfect, but we could see by their character that they are righteous and good uh, people for Jesus to come into the world to. Sinners, yes, but also blameless in one sense. So as we think about it, though, he came into a family 
And he was raised in a family. And as we think about Christmas, it is a time to remember the family. There is a reason that in the manger, there's not just Jesus. There's Mary, there's Joseph. Uh, and there is a sense, uh, and we know that Jesus has brothers and sisters, and he has at least three brothers and at least two sisters. And so there's a whole slew of them uh, that are there, probably more. And, you know, by the time you're done counting, they have more kids than we do. They have six plus. So counting Jesus. And we know his brother James uh, had such a high uh, fondness for Christ that he uh, would become the leader of the church in Jerusalem after Jesus was resurrected. And we know his mom, Mary, believed in him so much that she twofold, one, called on him to do a miracle because she'd seen those before, obviously, and known that he could do them. And two, uh, at the resurrection, she was one of the folks who uh, was looking for Christ at the resurrection. Uh, we think of Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Anyway, the, the whole story unfolds with this family. And you and I have been included in the family of God. Our new identity is different than our old identity when we come to Christ. Our old identity is orphan. Our old identity is slave to sin. Our new identity is child of God, one who belongs, one who is not owned, one who is not... Um, a slave, but one who is a full inheriting child. And it's such a big difference that the Lord has made in our lives. And it's such good news of great joy that God has taken the slave, God has taken the orphan and given us a home. Let us be thankful for this good news of great joy. Amen. Hey, this is a ministry of R2 Legacy. Thanks for listening.